are Locked On Astros, your daily Houston Astros podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Locked On Houston Astros, and I hope that you join me for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at EricTalkStros. You can find the show at Locked On Astros. This is the only daily Astros podcast out there. Your team, every day. You can get Locked On Astros on the brand new podcasting app Himalaya, as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And when you're getting a car, tell your smart device to play the podcast, Locked On Astros. A little bit more about Himalaya is it's free, it's super easy to use, and I've actually downloaded and I've listened to a couple of my Locked On Astros podcasts on there. Uh, you could subscribe to Locked On Astros or any uh, Locked On podcast network, and if you're into mysteries, they have mysteries. If you're into comedy shows, they have comedy shows. So uh, guys, just check out Himalaya, and, and today's show is brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Book your own with Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com. Be there. Do that and get rewarded. So guys, it's off day and not too sure what I'm supposed to talk about here. I mean, the Astros are still good. The Astros are dealing with a lot of injuries. Um, I was reading on the crawfish boxes that apparently they think that there's a secret fight club going on there. Remember, you don't really talk about fight club. Maybe that's how Carlos Correa broke his rib. That's how everybody keeps on getting these injuries. But uh, I know that's all tongue-in-cheek there. But uh, it's still there's still a lot of people that don't really buy the whole Carlos Correa got a massage thing. It sucks, but the Astros have the death to uh, take care of that. So uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about the netting controversy that's going about uh, based on uh, that girl that was hit by a foul ball. In uh, the last game of the homestand, Jordan Alvarez was hitless. Say what? Dallas Keuchel is ready. He's ready to help you one week after you sign him. So once you give him money, he's ready, says Scott Boris. And Charlie freaking Morton, Rays, really? Really, Rays? And uh, then segment two, we'll kind of take a brief look at the athletic series and see what's going on there. So, all right. Guys, this has really created a controversy, and I, I wasn't really expecting this. I know as a baseball game goer, or whatever you call them, people that go to baseball games, you assume the risk. You assume the risk of getting hit by a foul ball. So I'm not saying the Astros are not held liable for what happened in that game. A lot of people are blaming the parents. Maybe the parents should have been paying more attention and tried to block the pitch, but you have to understand, I think I mentioned this yesterday's podcast, the um, exit velocity on this is being tracked, and people are really trying to get the higher exit velocity. So you don't have, most adults don't even have the response time that needed to try to catch that when you're not expecting it and stuff like that. So how is a three to four year old girl supposed to shield herself from a foul ball? And that's the issue that Major League Baseball is facing. And after the game yesterday, they um, they said it was very disappointing what happened. And uh, they're going to continue to try and make baseball safer and stuff like that. But what do you think? Are you willing to not have a chance to get a foul ball just so people can be safe? 
really, what what's your thoughts on this? And I know as somebody who's never really caught a foul ball, that doesn't mean anything. I've sat behind the net. I've sat without the net. There's really not that much a difference. Unless you're like really, really close to a net, you can't even really see the net. That's the part of the net is it's, it's see-through. It's designed where it doesn't even look like there's a net there. And if you're a very good photographer, you can take a picture through the net. So I don't, I kind of think that the, the, not just the Astros, but baseball needs to just have a net go all, all the way down, at least past third base. And right now, I believe in Maymay Park, they have it where it goes on top of the dugout. But if you go past the dugout, that's where the net kind of stops. So should it go all the way down to right field and left field? Um, how would that affect the play? I mean, if a ball, if a, a fielder has a chance to catch the ball, but there's a net there and that's not going to be available now. So that would actually change the way the game is played a little bit at Maid Park. But you want the game to be safe and you don't want something like what happened. And Albert Mora Jr., I still give the guy a lot of respect. He really was concerned about the little girl. And he said that after a game that he has two kids himself and he just, it, his heart just sunk when he saw that he hit the little girl. And so uh, the family has not said anything. They want to keep them, they want to keep everything private. And they just may not ever know what really happened with that situation. But prayers to the little girl. And I think Major League Baseball, this was probably a wake up call that they need to uh, make the game more safe. And I hate to, I mean, I'm, I'm one of the biggest culprits here, but cell phones have, really distracted people and people don't go to baseball games anymore just to watch the game it's a social event Um, there's just so much there to distract the audience and it's very easy to get hit by a foul ball if you're not paying attention we'll we'll see what happens from this but uh, prayers to the girl all right Jordan Jordan Alvarez he actually went hitless in a game and as surprising that is and let me make sure that's true before I even say that but Last I checked, he was hitless in a game in the the um, Round Rock Express. Oh no, it's a final. Yeah, sorry, it was a final. Yeah, so he went hitless in a game. His batting average dropped down to three sixty one with the twelve oh five OPS, and he did get one walk, one strikeout, and two runners left on base. So the Round Rock Express didn't have a great game. Why? Because all their best players are up here with the Astros. That's ton in cheek here because we know that. Kyle Tucker and uh, Alvarez are some of the top players that are over there, but we've got a lot of the fillers right now while we're trying to wait for this team to get a little help. I talked a little bit about the net, too much about the netting. That's fine. Uh, when we get back, we'll talk a little bit about Dallas Keuchel. Not that I think he's coming here. Charlie freaking Morton. And then we'll also look at the A's versus Astros series. You're listening to the Locked on Astros podcast. Remember to get this show every day. Subscribe to Locked on Astros on the new Himalaya podcast app. In the ever-expanding podcast world, you need Himalaya with their personally created playlists and new features every day. Download Himalaya at your app store and subscribe to Locked on Astros. Gallery Furniture's incredible Memorial Day super sale has been extended. Visit any convenient Houston area Gallery Furniture location today at 6006 North Freeway. 7227 West Grand Parkway South 
or 2411 Post Oak Boulevard to shop the largest ever inventory of solid wood, Amish-made furniture, and gallery furniture history. Plus, enjoy amazing deals on name-brand mattresses, including Sealy's stunning bedroom style starting at $599, beautiful upholstered sofas priced as low as $399, entire dining room sets from as low as $599, and so much more. Gallery Furniture is receiving new shipments of quality furniture after Memorial Day weekend, and you can enjoy amazing Memorial Day savings on these brand new items too. Gallery Furniture is proud to now serve a wider range of Houstonians with low prices on quality furniture for every room in your cherished home. Shop Gallery Furniture's extended Memorial Day Super Sale savings today and enjoy your new quality furniture purchases in your home within three to four hours when you choose the same day delivery. You can also check them out at galleryfurniture.com. With as many times as my dog pees in my bed, I might need to get a new mattress pretty soon. Speaking of having a mattress full of pee, you may not be having a lot of sex. Guys, let's talk about sex. Good sex. Remember the good old days when you're always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance, get that extra confidence bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue, like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved ingredients such as Viagra and Cialis so you know that they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they will, they'll work up to twice as fast as Bill. So you can be ready whenever opportunity arises. Now, this isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants the extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Blue, Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships directly, they're cheaper than pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment for free when you use our special promo code MLB. Just pay the five dollars in shipping. Again, that's blue, b l u e chew.com promo code MLB to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, and faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. All right, we are back with the Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talk Stros. You can find the show at Locked On Astros. And don't forget, next week is the MLB Draft. You can catch out Talking Strohs this Sunday. Uh, we will have uh, Spencer on from the Crawfish Boxes to talk about who he thinks the Astros are going to draft. And are we going to get a draft pick from uh, Dallas Keuchel signing somewhere? And I'm thinking since we're so close to the draft that Dallas Keuchel ain't signing anywhere until after the draft. So. Uh, I think Jeff Luno's dreams of getting an extra prospect are kind of going to go away pretty soon. So speaking of Dallas Keuchel, is he ready? Well, Scott Boris says he's ready, and so Scott Boris would never tell a lie, right? Uh, they said that he's throwing about 100. He, he's doing some simulated games, and he's been doing this since the beginning. He should be ready within a week. He may, might need one or two starts in the minor leagues to kind of get used to pitching in front of the hitters, but... From what I understand, uh, he's had a lot of teams actually watching him. I heard the Yankees were scouting him, and I think people are just waiting until after the draft. And 
that's actually going to cost the Astros because the value of that draft pick would have helped them um, maybe do something like a Dallas, I mean, a, like a Lance McCullers type signing where they can uh, offer more money later on. But we're not going to even speculate there. But Dallas Keuchel, he's not coming here. Uh, as much as the Astros need a starter, who knows if Corbin Martin is really the answer. But uh, I think they're going to give him at least two more starts and then they'll say, okay, let's go with Rogelio Armateros or let's move from Rivaldez back into the uh, rotation or something like that. Speaking of starters, uh, at the Rays team store, they have shirts that say Charlie freaking Morton. I thought we copyrighted that. Did we trademark that? Anything? Astros? Hello? I mean, he that's our Charlie freaking Morton. You don't call him that. But anyway, I'm not bitter about that. Uh, so congrats to Charlie Morton for getting that label with the Rays as well. And congratulations. Nobody watches your games. I believe there's two day, two days in a row where 6,000 and 5,000 fans were in the stadium watching the game. So congrats, Charlie Morton. You could have uh, been over here. But uh, I think the Rays are pretty good. But their fan base, wake up or you're going to lose that team. All right. So speaking of losing a team, the A's got smart and they're getting a new stadium. Uh, but the A's right now have attendance problems on their own. And then they have that stupid beating and the uh, the horns and everything. Uh, can't wait for that uh, for the next three days. But the A's will face the Astros. The A's were on a, a big winning streak. I think they got up to 10 games. Or, uh, but uh, they lost the last two games. Their record is 29 and 27. The Astros' record is 37 and 20. Uh, the Astros are actually seven and a half games ahead of the A's. So... Uh, this would be a good chance for the Astros to put some more room between the A's, but uh, the Angels or the Mariners or whoever else the, uh, could come back and uh, gain some ground while the Astros have these injuries. So it's very important, especially playing a team as hot as the A's have been, to really uh, play a good series. So game one, we're going to have no-hit Mike Fires on the mound. For the A's, he's 4-3 with a 5.0 ERA. He has 44 strikeouts and 63 innings pitch. He's going to be facing Brad Peacock. Brad Peacock has rediscovered his his movement, his control by uh, changing his delivery. And uh, his ERA is down to 319. He has a 5-2 record with 58 strikeouts and 53 and 2 innings pitch. This would seem like a favorable matchup for the Astros, but you can never really, really say that. The people who have had success versus Brad Peacock are uh, Chad Pender, Josh Fegley, and Matt Olson, all batting above 300. Piscotti and Olson both have homers versus Brad Peacock. Versus Mike Fiers, uh, especially with a limited... We're missing three guys, main main guys. So I would say that uh, Michael Brantley has had the most success with a 318 batting average, but Alex Bregman is also batting 600 versus Mike Fires and only five at bats. Brantley has faced him a lot more. So uh, this would be an interesting matchup because we saw with uh, Kyle Hendricks that. The Astros don't really fare well versus the soft tossers, tossers, and Mike Fires will kind of 
classify as that. And he's not going to strike out a lot of people. So this will be an interesting game to watch. And it's going to be a 9 o'clock game. It's going to be Astros after dark and a lot of stuff. So uh, game two, we're going to have Brett Anderson versus Justin Verlander. Game three, Chris Bassett versus Garrett Cole. So the Astros technically, I guess you would say Wade Miley is one of their top three starters, but they have three good starters going versus the A's, and the A's probably have their three best starters going against the Astros. So this would be a tough matchup, and the Astros want to gain some more grounds in the AL West, especially with all the injuries that have hit them recently. So um, other than that... Hope the Astros have a great weekend, and um, thankfully Sunday's game is a day game, so we don't have to stay up uh, nine o'clock. But hey, my my last day of school teaching was yesterday, and uh, tomorrow I just have to go for hours. So it's baseball season, baby. So let's watch some Astros baseball. Let's hopefully not having more fight clubs, Astros and. Thanks for listening to Locked on Astros podcast, and I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening, and remember you can subscribe to the show on the new Himalaya podcast app as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast, Locked on Astros.